Hello and welcome to Hot Health, the podcast series where we talk about health in the U.S. and hot topics within the world of health. I'm Zach Cavanis, a pre-med public health major here at Texas State. I'm Shay Chan, a nursing student also here at Texas State. In today's episode, guys, we'll be talking about health within college students and the many factors that play a major role in it. Sleep and nutrition are the main topics at hand in today's episode. Yeah, so sleep is such an important thing for really anyone, anyone in everyone's life, but especially college students where we have coursework and classes we have to go to and wake up early every day on top of our extracurricular lives and jobs and things like that that we have going on throughout our lives. Exactly. So whenever I don't get enough sleep or something, I can feel how that affects just life throughout every day. Um, So college students especially, I feel like they definitely need to get some rest. Yeah, that's that's exactly right, Shay. I, I totally feel that. Uh, and again, I don't know if we mentioned it. We're actually both uh, freshmen here at Texas State University, so we yes, kind of really are. know how that feels to not get sleep. And the nights we get sleep, we know how we perform better mm-hmm. in those days also. There was actually a study that was led uh, by Penn State where researchers found that when they asked students to extend their sleep, college students were able to get an additional 43 minutes of sleep per night on average. It's mm-hmm. crazy how just not even trying you can get that much extra sleep and how, how much better they felt. They also tested their blood pressure afterwards, um, and they, they weren't hypertensive anymore, so they didn't have a high blood pressure. It actually lowered by seven, seven numbers, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're talking about blood pressure and hypertension, and those type of patients, seven points is, is a lot. That's quite a lot. Yeah, it can make a big difference between hyper or hypotension. Um, so just knowing that you can get just like extra sleep throughout the day or during the day or <laughs> at night, you know, just sleep whenever. Um, it can highly affect your blood pressure, therefore affecting just how you um, react during the day. Yes, for sure. One of the researchers actually said that uh, not getting enough sleep can actually lead to a range of issues in college students, including impaired mood and cognitive performance outside and inside the classroom. Not only physical drowsiness, but grade and educational impact is a very big problem within you know college students and really anyone in the workforce. Yeah, and I feel that. Um, sometimes I just don't get enough sleep, and I definitely do feel like my cognitive performance and physical drowsiness is... Um, Definitely there. Um, The researchers found that 77% of participants increased their nighttime sleep by more than 15 minutes per night, and 66% increased their sleep by more than 30 minutes per night. Um, Even though researchers instructed participants not to nap, 54.7% of participants still took naps at some point during the week, which I feel like is just natural, you know. Yes, and additionally, uh, participants actually reported less sleepiness during the day, while 40% reported excessive sleepiness during the first week. So that really shows that kind of everyone's body's different. So, you know, student A, for example, might need eight hours of sleep per night to have that cognitive boost that they need to perform well in their classes. When you have student B, on the other hand, that only needs four hours. But at the end of the night, every student, being a human, you need to have a good amount of sleep, and that just kind of helps everything out throughout the end run. And um, we're really they were really blown away by the blood pressure results out of all the results here. Uh, <clears throat> one of the researchers, Chang, actually said that not only were the results uh, statistically significant, but they were clinically relevant. Seven points is a large change in systolic blood pressure when we're talking about hypertensive patients for sure. Yeah, what is systolic blood pressure? Systolic blood pressure is actually, so with the blood pressure, you have systolic and you have diastolic. So Mm -hmm. your systolic is that, that first pressure that hits your artery wall. And the diastolic is the second pressure that hits the artery wall as it's moving through the heart. So as yeah. it's moving through the chambers of the heart, that's where you're getting those two numbers from. So basically your systolic is over your diastolic, mm-hmm. and that's where you get your blood pressure from. Right. Good. Okay. And so basically the next topic we kind of want to go over today is uh, nutrition. So with sleep, nutrition is a huge role in you know health within everyone, but especially college students. Um, a lot of college students are on tight budgets, not being able to work as much as they can or not being able to work at all. And a lot of college students really kind of worry about the whole nutrition um, kind of feeling that 
nutrition like nutrition <laughs> like nutrition is hard okay especially being broke here we can't afford good food exactly. we eat what's convenient exactly and you know you have the stereotype of that college students they only eat ramen and they can't have good food and they don't eat good and all these topics when really it's not even that i mean there is we have a really good nutrition program here at texas state university i can't speak for other universities but we have a really good program here at texas state university where we have chefs that are here actually producing great foods in our dining hall as well as you know restaurants that everyone's friendly with you know chick-fil-a Panda Express, Chipotle, things like that, where they use fresh ingredients, and it's really important to get that good nutrition in your life because without that, it's your body's fuel. If there's not good, if you don't have good nutrition, your body just can't fuel and perform it at its peak. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you just got to watch what you eat. It is difficult, like, being out here because you are just trying to get what's convenient. You got to eat so you can go to class. You got to eat so you can survive. I don't know, just, like, live throughout the day. Um, but definitely do watch out what you're putting to your body diet is important how we feel throughout the day um so yeah you know poor dietary quality is shown among food insecure populations um which can also contribute to nutritional deficits that serve as a barrier to healthy functioning both mental and physical um which i feel like is quite important to point out here in like a college setting um which i can't stress enough but yeah so poor mental health and physical health can also contribute to sleep disturbances which is what we were talking about earlier you know sleep um with lowered productivity so if you're not getting enough sleep you're not eating the right foods you could definitely start to feel that affecting how you perform in class and just like work overall um and it's definitely important to keep up your grades um especially if you're on like um scholarships and stuff like that so yeah make sure you're getting sleep you're eating well Yes, exactly. The really good points you made there, Shay. Um, and also, despite significant um, significant implications of healthy eating on overall long-term health, many college students engage in poor dietary habits, such as high intake of fast foods, which cholesterol, all those lipids that aren't always great to have all the time. Uh, other foods high in fat, low intake of fruits and vegetables is a big problem. A lot of uh, people don't actually think about dairy and grains. A lot of people, you know, eat a bunch of vegetables and meat and everything. They're like, oh, I don't need the milk. I don't need the dairy and the grains. But really, your body can't function without those uh, important grains and dairies that kind of help out. Your heart is actually a big organ that really relies great on those whole wheats and those those good grains. Right. So. You know how in elementary school they used to have those posters up with like the plates showing the portions yes, of food? Yes, like the percentages of 20%. Yes, yes. Yes, exactly. So you should definitely start paying attention to that. Make sure you get some, I don't know, print out a poster or something, hang it up in your Exactly, yes. <laughs> I feel like you even eat. in uh, higher education, like you're saying, we had those in elementary school, but I feel like in higher education here in college, they also kind of need those kind of posters around just so kids can remember that you need to have those high-quality grains, those high-quality proteins, those, you know, all the, all the specific types of nutrition that kind of build a good overall balanced meal. And a balanced diet can also help students increase energy levels, promote functioning of the good immune system, especially in college. There's so many kids around getting sick, colds, allergies. Having your immune system working at its top is also is very important. Your daily vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin D, that's another topic we're going to talk about later is vitamin D and UV exposure. Now, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's really easy to kind of stay in the classroom and stay in your dorm, but it's really important just to step outside for 10 to 15 minutes a day just so you do get that UV exposure and get the vitamin D from the sun. It's very beneficial for your life as well. And eating well, I mean, can also just improve their ability to cope with stress. Stress is a big thing that we have here in college with assignments and having that pressure of being friends with certain people and, oh, does he like her? Does she like him? It, it, it can really it can really wear on your stress for sure. So making sure you're eating well can really help you cope with the stress and help you manage the stress better. It also increases your concentration, which I don't know if you ask me, but when I'm taking a 100-question test, I need good concentration. So, I mean, what do you have to say about the concentration side, Jay? 
No, um, I definitely do struggle with concentration. I'm always just like <laughs> zoning out. I have a problem with that. And I do think it's what I eat, um, especially during tests. Like you got to eat before you take a test. I don't want to be hungry when I'm taking tests. But like I do know that before taking a test, I do eat like whatever is convenient. But you should pay attention to <laughs> what you eat. Just, I don't know, get something with good energy, okay? And like protein, I guess, because that's long-term energy storage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that for sure. I also feel like um, I don't know if they did this in your school. I didn't actually go to elementary school with Shay. We we met in high school in our EMT program. Um, mm -hmm. So I I can't speak for her, but I know in my elementary school, and we took our like kind of star test, our standardized test. They gave us little bags in the beginning of the test where right. we had like a little fruit snack, a little cheese. Got that. We got fruit snacks what and cheese. I know it was it was it was awesome. Okay, um, I just got Cheez Its, what? like a little mini water they bottle. They scammed you because the whole you have the whole grains there, but you don't have the dairy or any of the other benefits official things that you need so i mean exactly. they, they kind of scammed you there but like i was saying i mean i feel like if, if you know higher education like we're in now if they kind of they gave us little snacks for tests um a big thing i was uh, actually looking in some research a couple weeks ago where mint the actual compound in the mint flavor actually mm -hmm. helps to stimulate your brain in a certain way that can't stimulate without it so i mean having you know a mint or maybe a piece of gum or something while you're taking those hard exams or long assignments can really help focus on your concentration there yes and i've also heard um i don't know if this is probably just a rumor or not but you know how you, if you study you chew gum mm -hmm. and then when you take the test you chew gum it can help you remember that so i don't know i guess that's also a good habit to get into um, while you study, chew some gum, and then chew some gum while you take a test. No, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Uh, we're kind of going ahead, going ahead and wrap up our uh, podcast for this afternoon today. But I feel like the main takeaways that we have here is, first of all, get get sleep, college students. Go ahead and party, partied up with the frats on the weekends, but try to get your your sleep during the week, especially when you have to wake up early for those those tests. And I mean, quality nutrition is very important. Try to make sure we know it's possible not to get a full balanced meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, especially being in college. It is hard, but try to at least make sure you have you know a good breakfast with some good carbs that can help mm -hmm. for long-term energy and push you out throughout the day <laughs> yes. and also some good fruit some good dairy to balance it out mm -hmm. for breakfast and just make sure lunch you know if you need to you know maybe get a mcdonald's burger i didn't say that or anything but something quick that's okay but when you have dinner try to make sure you get good balanced protein whole grains dairy fruit vegetables kind of to balance it out for the end of the night for sure yes and also do not forget to hydrate especially here in texas it's hot you can easily get dehydrated so yes, drink your that's water a, that's too. a big thing and i mean a lot of us, we're going to be, you know, drinking energy drinks, that quick Red Bull from the vending machine before the test because, I mean, it's convenient. You know, you have mm -hmm. that. It's It helps a lot of people. I know myself, I before I started researching public health and everything, I used to drink Red Bulls all the time. And I, I don't do it anymore because I know the impact it has on your cardiac health. But if you do need to have one or two, I mean, you know, long night studying, you have that, that major final the next day, you kind of have to do what you got to do. So I, I feel that. But make mm -hmm. sure throughout the day you're drinking plenty of water. I mean, sodas are very big right now, too, which I'm not a big fan of anymore. But... Just make sure you're drinking that plenty of water, Gatorade, Pedialyte, things like that that have those necessary electrolytes and nutrients really help mm. kind of push your immune system as well. And um, I don't know if you all have heard of it. Have you heard of the thing, the liquid IVs? Oh, I have. I love those. Yeah. <laughs> they come in great flavors, too. Um, you can easily just put them in like a little water bottle or something, and that will definitely um, amplify the amount of water, I guess. I don't know how that works. It's nanotechnology, but um, I think one packet equals like four eight cups of water or no yeah like I, th that. I think it's i think it's four i think you're right with the nanotechnology i'm not a professional in that <laughs> setting at all but i know i think that one packet that you get kind of 
um, increases your normal uh, 12 ounce bottle of water that you have and kind of can amplify it and give you those necessary um, amino acids and electrolytes mm -hmm. in there that kind of mm, helps yummy. throughout the day. So basically the biggest takeaways again, me. like we said, is make sure, let's make sure we get enough sleep college students. Um, try to balance your food as best as you can nutrition wise and make sure you get outside. 10 minutes a day. Technically, you know, it's play 360. You're supposed to be outside for 60 minutes a day, but we know that's not always possible while we're studying. 15 minutes a day is all we're asking. Go outside, throw a ball. Here at Texas State, we have a beautiful park. Uh, there's a river that actually flows through it, so it's really easy for us to step outside, mm -hmm. jump in the river, and have fun. But it's really, really important to make sure you're getting that UV exposure because that, first off, gives you the UV exposure for your skin. That helps your skin, which also plays a whole part in. That's how you get most of your vitamin D in your body mm -hmm. as well. Also, don't forget to wear sunscreen. Exactly. Just a little side note. Yeah, that was um, my next point for sure. <laughs> Melanoma is not a good thing. So no, it is not. So make sure you're wearing the sunscreen. Um, but, yeah, if you choose to sleep in or something, you don't have time to go outside, play ball with, with your friends walking to class that counts as catching some uv rays too so. exactly if you need to skip the bus one round and just kind of take a a 10 15 minute walk down to your english lecture that that can be very beneficial with getting that uv radiation and that vitamin c yes and you can explore around the campus our campus is so pretty just look at the trees the rivers Oh, no, dog, just cats. <laughs> yes, just for sure, around. guys. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, we, we had those really good topics. Again, make sure we tune in next week. Our topic's hypertension and the hypertension crisis here in the U.S. Uh, and again, crisis. for anyone out there, hypertension is increased blood pressure. So high blood pressure crisis within the U.S. today. And there's everyday factors that can play a vital role in your health and preventing hypertension so we can kind of balance our blood pressure. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about for next week. Make sure you tune in next week to hear that, and we'll see you next time on Hot Health. Yes, thank you.